0: The Music in Us is a free-flowing conversation about lyrics, music, and those who make it. Join Jay, the grumpy Gagan, Scott, the pastor with a heart of rock and roll, Chip, the sarcastic boomer, and AJ, the millennial nihilist, for bi-weekly conversations. We don't always agree, but we always bring the respect. Thanks for listening
1: okay we broke dad <laughs> hello everybody it's and welcome back the, to the, the, the music, music in us it's <laughs> cathartic it's very cathartic today because we are busy jacking around before we hit record <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're
0: celebrating life today absolutely yeah it's a
1: Date of the recording is uh Star Wars' Life Day.
2: Life Day, November 17th, 1978. CBS aired at the height of Star Wars Mania mm. the Star Wars holiday special that brought back the original cast Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, Peter Mayhew as Chewbacca, Anthony Daniels as C3PO, Kenny Baker uh, in the uh, R2D2 getup, and um, it introduced Boba Fett for the first time in an animated short called The Faithful Wookiee. Mm-hmm. The show stunk. I mean, it was terrible, even though it had some big, uh, big names in the show. like yeah, but, It was meant to be kind of like a variety show, but yeah. then it had an overarching story. And the overarching story was is that Han Solo and Chewbacca are in the Millennium Falcon trying to get. Chewbacca back to his home planet of Kashyyyk so that he can celebrate Life Day with his family. So Life Day
1: is like our Christmas or Thanksgiving or something like that. It's a combination of honestly all four of the uh, all four of the winter and late harvest holidays. Right, very similar. So on Kashyyyk.
2: Uh, Life Day is about family, it's about joy, it's about community, it's about uh, peace and hope and love. And good food, sweets, you know, sharing gifts and singing together in celebration. The Wookiees would wear robes of red and have glass light orbs. They looked very sci-fi, but they were glass balls with light inside of them. And they would lift them up as they sang underneath the boughs of this massive tree, which they consider to be like the mother tree on the planet, the tree of life, which gives life to the whole planet. And um, so, but it became a holiday that spread to the rest of the galaxy. So, you know, some of the Rebellion's leadership, like Princess Leia Organa and Han Solo, were present for this celebration to support, really, Chewbacca, who they loved. But that has... It was such a terrible show that Lucas, I think, was quoted as saying he would crush every single copy on the planet if he had the power to do it.
3: The power of 70s glitz.
2: And the whole cast was embarrassed about ever being involved with it. Uh, But it had Art Carney, uh, Harvey Harvey Korman. Yeah. It had B. Arthur. And yeah, yeah. Uh, Jefferson Airplane, or no, Jefferson Starship made a, yeah. made an appearance. So yeah. I mean, it just, you know, it was crazy. It was a stupid music. It's a great video. slice of 70s entertainment. Absolutely. 70s television entertainment. I because wouldn't it call was, it great.
1: Yeah, it was <laughs> terrible. Serve so, me but up. But I mean, I'll it's great me. from the
0: standpoint of nostalgia. <laughs> and I, I just want to say <clears throat> for anybody out there that is of a current generation that just has this cheesy view of any tv special you have to remember that this was the heyday of tv specials (laughs) oh sure there were tv specials for anything and everything if you were a star you got a tv special Sure.
3: period variety shows and those kinds of things were just big things oh yeah Mm -hmm. i mean
0: it was it was a big career move yeah to To have a, a a special, so I mean, they were just everywhere. You could hardly yeah, go away sure. without some right. kind of TV special. And
2: habit. Harvey Korman was a big TV personality. Oh yeah, the right. so Caribou Net Show. Carol Net Show. B. B. Arthur, Arthur was from on, uh, the what was yeah. the Golden Girl?
3: From the Golden. No, Man, no, later. no. Before that was, uh, um, Maud. Maud. That's Maud. Right. That's it. That's yeah. it. That,
2: that Art was- Carney was. Early
3: television.
4: He was with uh,
2: Jackie Gleason White in the honeymooners.
3: Yeah, that's where he made his name, right? Hey, you boy!
4: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Barney Rubble probably yeah. was, uh, you know, Absolutely. a spoof off of Art Carney's sure.
1: character from the honeymooners.
0: Oh, really? Absolutely. I think is that so. Factual? I think so. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah.
1: The youngest that. person by thirty years is just sitting here acting like he knows. <laughs> what the hell y'all are talking about yeah. <laughs> i watched <laughs> yeah i watched <laughs> the honeymooners with
2: dad you know or the jackie gleason show oh, yeah i watched yeah. it with dad and yeah. mom at, at home when i was a kid growing up but anyway back to the holiday special you know like i said the cast were embarrassed to have been involved in it and lucasfilm you know tanked it put it in the vault tried to suppress it as much and distance themselves from it, it did as much a really as they good could. job of it it's yeah.
0: hard to come by but hey let me just then the say internet happened yeah
2: let me just say that lucasfilm continued to put out television offerings that were deplorable so you had the ewok adventures that came out after the end of the original trilogy of films so mm-hmm. in like 84 and 85 somewhere in there they put out those ewok adventure movies mm-hmm. and you know again Fans love them because they're a slice of nostalgia, but as far as it being good
0: television, it really wasn't. I yeah. just remembered does anybody here watch the Goldbergs? No. Well, it's hysterical, but there was it's set in the 80s, and there was a whole episode about this, about the star of the show, The Kid, that it's based on <clears throat> trying to get a copy of the Star Wars yeah. holiday special. Because uh. there was no internet, like you said, Yeah. You know, there's no internet, so if you didn't catch it, especially that which got yanked real hard after yeah. <laughs> like you said. Yeah. You know, so it was all about him scheming to get a, a VHS copy
2: of it. Well, but, it's now been embraced by Lucasfilm under the Disney umbrella and Disney Plus. Really? Uh, yeah, it uh, yeah, you can find There it are Disney rumors Plus. that the holiday special is actually being restored. They've <laughs> already pulled uh, something I failed to mention is that or did I say it already? There was an animated short with Boba Fett? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. okay. so that was the first time that audiences got to see Boba Fett was in that animated short before Empire Strikes Back came out in 1980. Is that the only reason it got canonized? Uh, Well, that's part of it, I think. But that animated short is available on Disney Plus now. Uh it's called vintage in their vintage Star Wars collection. So you can watch uh that short. It's called The Faithful Wookiee. But the rest of it, you can watch the entire holiday special hour and a half of it on uh YouTube. Or you can watch little clips of it on YouTube. I would recommend if you don't watch anything else, watch Carrie Fisher sing at the conclusion <laughs> and the climax of the entire episode her Life Day song. She gives this beautiful speech, which by the way, me and my brothers here tonight <laughs> celebrated Life Day together. Woo-hoo! We sang around our little uh, Life Day tree with our candle lights and and, uh, and we repeated uh, Princess Leia's speech. So she gives this great speech and then she sings this song and, and it's, it's really kind
0: of... I think I sold one ritual or something. I'm not real sure. Yeah, when so he cute. when he says it's we, he means he did everything. <laughs> we awkwardly stood
1: there thinking the whole time. Scott, you really have a problem. <laughs> just, this I is do. A, I this do. This is how horror movies start. I am a big. This is what Star we fan. call addictive behavior. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's an excuse to, to Actually, celebrate. this is an intervention. <laughs> in fact, this whole podcast, we're not discussing the other three songs. It's just... Not well, but okay, so that's a great segue. I mean, this kidding, is yeah. the music yeah, in kidding. it. So why the heck are we
2: talking about Star Wars? Well, Star Wars, a, a whole bit part of what makes Star Wars great is its music.
1: Well, yeah, John right? Williams. John Williams.
2: Legend. And the original uh, movie had this cantina scene in Mos Eisley where luke and obi-wan kenobi meet han solo and chewbacca for the first time and there's this band playing and the the alien species are called bith and they you know they look like the classic big headed bulb bulbous headed call me a bith, large black eyed you know aliens and they're playing you know it looks like woodwind type instruments although right. they're sci-fi versions of it they sound like a benny goodman big band yeah. Yeah, it's a, kind of a swing jazz kind of sound, mm-hmm. and the, the song by the band, which, by the way, they actually have a name: Dan Figrin and the Modal Nodes. Dan Figrin <laughs> and the Modal Nodes, or Daan. It's D apostrophe A N. Yeah, Daan. Daan. Yeah, and the, Figrin and the Modal Nodes. Modal and,
1: node, I think, is a uh, like a vehicle uh, part in the in the Star Wars universe. Okay. So it's like uh so it's like any of the other uh bands where it's the main character's name and then like mm-hmm. a uh, some random name for all of his backups like George Thurgood and the Destroyers. Uh
2: there's this YouTube channel called The Nerdist and they have a short comedy it's kind of like a mini documentary on that band. It's hilarious. <laughs> I highly recommend it.
1: Well, like uh, like the uh the ugly behind the scenes sort yes, of documentary. Yeah, yeah you got to check it out. And his and da- his a massive parent... coke problem. Well, no, in that case it was spice. <laughs> spice, right?
2: Dan Igrin was a had a spice problem.
1: So yeah. and a massive
2: ego and all
1: that The modal stuff. nodes are just trying to keep the band together. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's oh my funny. Oh. But so yeah, I recommend that. But uh, you know, yeah, John Williams, you know, this genius, he puts out this great orchestral uh, soundtrack for the movie. But then he creates this wonderful little piece of pop uh, that sounds like Benny Goodman, as I said earlier, uh, for the cantina scene. And the the song is actually called "Mad About Me." Well, let's jump forward, you know, forty plus years. Here we are in two (laughs) thousand twenty one. Disney bought Star Wars or bought Lucasfilm and all of their properties for four point two billion dollars, I think. Four point two billion dollars. Yeah. Chump change. Back in twenty twelve. Yeah. And since then they have released five films and a couple of miniseries.
4: Mm-hmm. And
2: they got lots and they've opened Star Wars theme parks called Galaxy's Edge at both Disneyland and Disney World. Mm -hmm. So if you go to Galaxy's Edge at the Disney theme parks, you can go to a place called Oga's Cantina, and in Oga's Cantina, which is part of Black Spire Outpost, you can hear a droid called R3X spin some tunes and disney has released an 18 track collection of the tunes that r x3 spins <laughs> so it's called ogus cantina r3x's playlist number 1 18 tracks of that music playing in the theme park that's now available to you on spotify or itunes or wherever right and uh wherever you like to get digital music that's where it's at can't buy hard copies though
0: boo boo is
2: right <laughs> but so so the the album or the playlist opens up with a revamped version of the classic Cantina Band song "Mad About Me." It's called "Mad About Mad About Me," <laughs> and we you know it's an instrumental, very unique for this show because it has. No lyrics, but I can yammer on all day about Star Wars. And so... He
0: can, folks. He I, really, really he can. He
2: really can. <laughs> That's why I brought it, because they said bring in a piece you're Proof excited it. about. And it's really because it's life day, and I love Star Wars. Let
1: me hear uh, R2-D2. What, you, you want me to get
4: that no, sound just do, bite just on my yourself. phone? <laughs> <laughs>
0: the
3: force is with us all right
2: feeling about
0: this was harrison ford in the holiday special oh yeah he was how does does he feel oh he's embarrassed he thinks no i mean how does he feel about a possible re-release and a remaster i don't know that anybody's told him
2: or
1: he even cares yeah he he has completely separated himself now he's oh really yeah, no. It took a lot of money for him to for him to even come back for episode nine mm-hmm. for just a two minute scene. Mm-hmm. They they had to throw a lot of money at him because he said I uh, he said I'll wrap it up with episode seven, but I never liked this character really, and and he literally wanted huh. to be killed off. He literally wanted Han Solo's character to be killed off, hmm. and so it happened
2: murder. <laughs> but then he came back and. Episode 9, because as Carrie a Fisher died, and, and yeah. he's really doing it to honor Carrie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the money. Which was nice.
1: But it was also the money.
3: Yes. <laughs> money. <laughs> Carey. The fat water. So the thing okay, so she's dead, but she's in two movies, right? After she died, right?
2: She's in all three of the new sequel films. Right. So they shot, Digital you know, like sorcery. all films, they shoot a lot of footage that doesn't make it into the movie. So, they, in the ninth film, they took unused footage from The Force Awakens and from, I think, The Last Jedi. Yeah, a little bit of The Last Jedi, but most of it was all. Unused footage from The Force Awakens. And they wrote scenes specifically to fit the unused footage they were going to use in the film to make it work with General
1: Organa. And then a whole lot of digital animation, both re-digitally animating her the way they did with uh Tarkin, the Rogue One movie, where she looked like plaster. <laughs> mm. Also like cutting out the whole entire scene around her mm-hmm. from the original footage right. and pasting her into the uh right into the scene. That's mm. true.
2: But it, it worked. It was pretty effective. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. It worked really like, oh, yeah. yeah. well. Unless, just, you're, weird, unless you're you were know? literally
1: looking for all of the digital flaws, you don't notice. <laughs> you don't really notice at all. Yeah.
2: So I love Star Wars. Did I say that? Sorry. It's Life Day. Happy Life Day, everybody. All right. Happy Life. And I'm, ha- I'm with my favorite people tonight. So it's a bonus win for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a lie. That's a bold faced lie. Straight to our faces, So lie. So who's, uh, who trumps you? Margot and Maddox, oh, yeah. <laughs> my favorite people! And it's like, yeah, we got Rowan upstairs, Margot and Maddox, mm, Michelle, mm. <laughs> grandchildren
3: are, are we, great. But are remember, we really? <laughs> remember,
2: I'm the one who used to say I understand why the male of certain species eat their young. <laughs> Usually,
1: it's the female.
5: Just no that's the, that's the mating mantis
0: yeah the you, know, really, the you know mate. it's really you know it's
1: really you know it's really funny for all of the uh, battle of the sexes with humans and everything uh in most of the animal kingdom it's matriarchy like oh yeah it it <laughs> Like you see it in all types of insects, uh, spiders and praying mantises are uh, are the two top yeah, ones. Yeah, the queen, queen, of the and queen of hives. ants. Yeah, queen, uh, of the queen, of, queen of beehives, <laughs> queen <laughs> of the <Damn>. Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> uh, then I missed it.
3: So she eats. <laughs> oh,
1: then felines, uh, uh, felines, the the lions of uh, of uh, lion prides, the males. All they do is protect the young uh, from other male lions. (laughs) Mm, That's all they do. Oh, Mm. and uh, put out for the ladies, the, (gasps) the lady, the ladies hunt and the ladies nurture the children. The male don't do anything else. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But you know that uh, then for primates, it's just the other way around. You know, it's just very interesting. It's like, Most of the animal kingdom is matriarchy, but then we go to primates, even chimpanzees and, uh, uh, and, uh, and orangutans. There is a whole lot of male dominance. I'm always
2: amazed at how much information this guy knows. And I know that he gets it all off the internet. This this is an example of the internet generation.
0: Yeah.
1: Filled with I all still, kinds of information. Yeah, I still argue though, it, it, that what you didn't get that in college or in school. No, because <laughs> that's a whole other argument in <laughs> conversation <laughs> yeah, right there. Yeah. How education system in America is built to let's make talk you about dumb? We don't
0: need education or whatever. We don't need is. no education. Yeah, we'll, we don't need. We'll no have education. an episode about that, and then, no and then we'll talk about education. the modern school
1: system. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Some done been learned. We should definitely do a podcast with, uh, with, uh, yeah, that song by Pink Floyd, which for some reason I can't remember the name. Another brick right in now. the wall. Another brick in the wall and uh, school's out by Alice Cooper. Kodachrome, oh, yeah, literally Kodachrome too. Uh, have you seen
3: Alice Cooper live with us? And then, no. Uh, What's
1: that one song? He um, always closes. Kodachrome. Uh,
3: when I get but, back from all the crap I learned in high school, right?
2: And also, uh, Jethro Tull did a song about school, school on I'm a Teacher, yeah.
3: That's but that's a but that's a different it's fine. I'll just but awkward not to look
2: that. So Are we done with the song? I love Star Wars. We're done with that song. There's no lyrics to discuss, so you know, I'm done. It's good. Thank you all. Thanks for uh humoring me. I
0: appreciate it. Happy life day.
2: May the force be with you.
0: We are rolling right into Mr Paul Lowe. Paul Paul Lowe. Paul Low. Paul Ludlow? Palillo!
2: Chipotle. <laughs> Chipotle.
4: Chipotle.
3: All right. So, uh, pictures from of home. Uh, Deep Purple Song off of their very famous Machine Head album. Mm mm-hmm. hmm. Um, kind of one of their. That one and uh, I guess Made in Japan are probably the two most famous albums that they've done.
0: What's the name of the album? Machine, Machine head.
3: head. So that's one thing I do. I mean, that's one thing I'd always notice is if a band's really famous for a live album, I think that's really impressive because most of the time... People hate people, live albums. People that go to concerts notice that it's not nearly the same, but yeah, when somebody's best foot forward is a live album, I think that's pretty... That says a lot for a group.
1: That they can give it uh, out in the better... on uh, Just as good on stage as they can contain in a studio.
3: As a matter of fact, when they sit out to record... Uh, machine Head, they were looking for a way to sound they they were unhappy with their their uh, studio recordings from before and they were trying to fight, figure out a way to make their music sound more like their live performances mm-hmm. and so of yeah. course, and a lot of the stories from, from that recording the attempts for recording session are in the infamous song Smoke on the Water.
2: Yes, kids if you don't know, Deep Purple is the band responsible for Smoke on the Water Yes, like every garage band ever learned to play.
4: <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm.
2: And what's that song about? It's
4: what's about that? a fire
2: that happened yeah, at a gig went, in Sweden.
3: Well, they went to they there was somebody go somebody recording. set off
2: fireworks or something and shot, shot a flare
3: at Frank Zappa's concert. They shot a flare and yeah, It lodged in the roof and it caught fire and burnt the whole place down and luckily no one no one it was harmed. But
2: yeah, and it was built on a lake, so yeah. literally there was so, so fire and the smoke on the water. So it, in the water. It,
3: it literally uh, wow. yeah, slid off
1: uh yeah. It, according to the descriptions, I think it like it started to slide off down into the uh mm-hmm. lake, so mm-hmm. the fire was extinguishing, so all that yeah that smoke so coming was- off the water and then but you they saw fire uh, above the tree line from the roof of the building
3: burning. <laughs> So so yeah. the song the song chronicles that whole experience yeah quite well <laughs> I had no idea really
0: that's actually really interesting
3: oh yeah
1: yeah no I just find it funny that it's not for one of their concerts it's a song for uh, for a Frank Zappa concert right <laughs> right well and yeah, I didn't even I know it. Zappa got down like that for somebody to get so excited to shoot a flare off indoors no, they, he,
3: was, he was and, and their I think their talented. stuff
2: some of their stuff was in the building though it got destroyed right probably. So they, so Zap, though, let them use their sound equipment in some trailer or something? I think so. Yeah, I don't know. There's it's a whole been lot. a while since I've read the history on that song. But that's not the song we're talking <laughs> about. We're true. talking about
3: Deep Purple. But It's a, it's a famous, it's a famous album. Pictures of Home. Pictures of Home. Um, it's just, you know, I, I used to, I had the 8-track, all right? And so... God, you're old. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so... Mm. This is one of those, you know, when in the 70s, I I, I bought a whole bunch of 8-tracks, which was, you know, not really smart, but <laughs> I, just, I had an 8-track player. player in my car, so that was, and so, I mean, I'd have these big boxes of 8-tracks, and anyway, so that's one of those were. I'm you, sorry,
2: I just hated 8-tracks.
3: Oh, I didn't like You know like why them, I hated 8-tracks? Because they cut.
2: In the middle of a song, to skip tracks. Oh,
3: sure, yeah, or or it's like if after a while, the sound will bleed through from one track to another. You yeah, can hear that,
2: that was there to, that too. And yeah. sometimes
3: they'll do like the fade, and then it clicks, and then it comes back and fades back in, and you're just like,
4: ah. Yeah. And
3: also, they mess with the, the order of the songs. Yeah, bad and idea. And it's interesting because now I've got CDs, and sometimes I want to take the CD. And start flipping around so I can hear it the same order as the heat track because that's what I'm used to. <laughs> <laughs> and it just doesn't sound right until you know, I it's until it's easier I'm to do anyway.
2: a, a Spotify playlist now. There, or, there we go. Or an iPod playlist. Very easy. Might be wrong, but it feels so right. That's right.
3: So anyway, so pictures. So do you from, like
2: um, put it on a cassette and then you can like fade it down and fade it back in?
3: Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> pretend and, or just turn it down really quick, And then turn back up again And one of the Well anyway yeah One of the good things About eight tracks was There's a good thing About eight tracks <laughs> I, my,
2: one, my best friend in high school he, he and I would be Riding around his pickup truck And he'd be playing Boston's first album That's my first eight track and We'd was, be listening Jamming it to a long feeling. To long time right Just the yeah. big uh, what Was it foreplay Before uh, Foreplay yeah. is Before a long yeah. time Before long time Yeah It'd be just You know We're all just Getting into it Then it would just Stop Yeah <laughs> and you're like, ah. and then change tracks. i was
4: like, you gotta be kidding me! Why?
1: Yeah, I'm glad I never had to experience that skip because it flows so nicely. Yeah,
3: it, it's kind of frustrating, but it was portable music that right. played in my car, right. so that's what I liked. And um, but anyway, so that's the machine has one of those albums, one of those eight tracks or albums that you know after a while you get to like every song. I mean, it, it some a lot of them you buy you like oh there's a couple good you bought because it of it a hit you know yeah and so you yeah. listen to the hit and you're like I can't find anything else on this thing I like, but Machine Head was one of those ones we just kept letting it go and let it go, and, and and eventually all these songs became very familiar and and enjoyed all of them. And so Pictures of Home is one of those ones that really wasn't a big hit, but eventually became, to me, a big song. And 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 I really didn't think much about the lyrics. As a matter of fact, I th- I thought the lyrics were different um, until you looked them up just now. <laughs> but no, no, I, what I guess it was like, I think maybe two years ago or so. And it was like a really cold winter or something. And I was by myself in Bloomington and I, and and this thing that came about, um, I'm alone here with emptiness, eagles and snow. And it's like, where does that come from? And then it finally hit me. It's like, so then I, that's when I really started checking out the song. I, I, I kind of, I, I enjoyed the words. It's, I think the it's, it's interesting what he says and what, you know, what he's saying about apparently the song is basically loosely based on their experiences of uh being isolated and recording and you know not being able to be home with and, and you know they apparently they they recorded and toured a lot and so you know they were just kind of stuck somewhere doing these recordings and i think and it ended up being a really nasty place to do recording because the place they wanted to go was burned down uh, <laughs> so loosely that's where that, it when that happened. but he just kind of tells a story of a of a guy kind of isolated and things like you know um Somebody shouting up at a mountain, only my only, only my own words return. Nobody's out there. It's a deception. When will I ever learn? I just like that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, the lyrics are very thought-provoking to, like, feelings of isolation. I think uh, one of the final stanzas is uh, he's saying that his body feels like a prison. Am I, am I interpreting that correctly? Here, let me... So the, the last one is again.
3: here in this prison of my own making. Year after yeah. day, I have grown into a hero. But there's no worship. Where have they hidden my throne? <laughs> I think that's. I think that's pretty neat. Huh. Yeah, that one. Um, in his like, own eyes, you know, he's a hero. But
2: so is the prison of his own making. Uh, deciding to record at some remote location out in the snow, or
3: I think this is more introspective. I think it's more of a just looking into himself. And sometimes you you end up making your own prison, right? You. You isolate yourself somehow. I mean, it might be, I guess, to record, but it probably, maybe, you know, just, you you push people away somehow. In mm-hmm. prison of your own making, somehow you've pushed people away. But, you, you know, to you, you're still a hero, but there's no worship because you're the only one that thinks that, right? Mm-hmm. And so where have they hidden my throne? You know, well, it's, you're looking for that to be recognized, but it's, can't Looking on. for some validation. Yeah, it's gone. There's no throne.
0: A congregation of one has no throne. Hmm. <laughs> so that's what I.
3: That's why I picked out the song. It's kind of, it's, it's kind of autobiographical. Autobi- How's it autobiographical? Oh, it's just my. This is a kind of a bad period of time. But, but anyway, I enjoy the song too, though.
2: No, we're not going to let you get off that easy. What do you
3: mean? Oh, it's just I don't know. Things just seem very isolating right now. Don't really like it, but. It's the way it is, gotta get through it. So
1: I've been feeling that uh too. Isolation. Yeah. It's like things are opening back up and like everything is I'm doing the air quotes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for the for those that are not in the room and listening. Uh uh everything is supposedly back to normal and opened back up and everything, but it just everything just feels still so distant and isolated i think it's just everybody has become cold malignant to it (laughs) (laughs) no no like like uh i my interpretation to uh the use of snow and the unfriendliness chilling my body uh in the lyrics is talking about you know cold emotions Sure, we use the word cold to like describe like an unfeelingness or a uh uh what's the word uh like a benign neglect apathy that's the word apathy uh they don't care whether you live or die you know they like you matter literally nothing to people and I've, I mean, I recently have moved to the east side of Indianapolis, so... that co- right. <laughs> That could... <laughs> well, probably plays a big part in it, because there's just people that have a rough time through life living over there, and... uh even worse, people there making making the rough life even rougher. Talk about all the shootings and stuff. On yeah, the east just side living on the east side. Well, and just in general, people are rude, unfeeling, and you know, just nobody helps each other. You know, there's no general. It human really is. being
0: it's hard to describe unless you've actually lived there. There, it's an entire microcosm. It is, it's like you could just cut it out of the city and put it anywhere, and it would <laughs> just stay the same it's yeah ugly it's its
1: awful, own it's and- like its own ecosystem its own nation it's just the ghettos of cities are a completely different world yeah yeah they are and you just don't understand that till you get there everybody's living on survival instinct alone and that's yeah that's the unfortunate thing they're fighting against uh
3: sometimes when you're living in survival instinct you're like after a while you're like why the hell am i trying to survive this crap who cares you know this is getting old it's i'm tired junk well yeah
0: i'm 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 trying to like peel that away from myself. Yeah. Because I lived over there for three years and a year of that was with a child. So, it's really hard to extricate yourself from that survival mode. Yeah, defensive survival mode. It's like you're constantly looking over your shoulder and trust no one and haven't spoken to any of my neighbors except for the older couple next door. I just, you know, I've, I've learned over the last I don't know, a decade or so, just leave people alone, they'll leave you alone.
1: That's just so cold. It is. You know? It is very, very
0: cold. So it that's, is. What isolating. Re- that's what I'm relating.
1: That's what I'm relating to is. this song. It's like it is a prison of our own making, weird uh especially after the coronavirus. Uh mm-hmm. uh everybody has built this defensiveness here in america because it wasn't just the virus it was the political shit show
0: (laughs) yeah i think still playing out i think the virus and the shutdowns really just brought so many things to a head oh yeah
1: it just it it gave cabin fever Mm -hmm. it literally just brought out the worst in people Yep. and then and then it was a political year of course Brought out the worst in people.
2: Brought out a lot of good in people too, though.
1: Yeah, there. Yeah,
2: it brought out good. the uh, some good news that uh, Jim uh...
1: Krasinski.
2: Krasinski put out know like six episodes of that on YouTube. Yeah, no what?
1: No,
0: it's called, I don't. It's, I never.
2: I pointedly never watched them. It was called "Some Good News," and he, you know, showed <laughs> um, stories of people
0: doing good things for each other during oh, the pandemic. Good. I was too bitter to watch them i rolled my eyes when i saw the clips on youtube Mm -hmm. i don't say that proudly that's just where i was it was like good news no i'm just
2: saying that there was good things you know there are good that that happened during the pandemic and that the the better side of human nature was also there
0: for i can appreciate it now in retrospect yeah
1: but uh i can say uh with utmost uh, with like almost utmost assuredness that we are at least amongst the top five nations that handled the virus the most poorly yeah and like just oh, I'd say number lit- one <laughs> well yeah yeah i'm not completely 100 percent educated on it so i don't want to just go ahead and say number mm-hmm. one yes i was thinking that <laughs> uh but yeah it's just like I'd go on Reddit and everything and I see international posts and it's all, you know, a bunch of uh, a bunch of uh, memes where it's like people walking by a burning building or something like that. And it's like always the thing that's wrong is whatever is going on in the U.S. And then uh, and then the regular people walking by are literally the rest of the world or Europe. You know, the first yeah, time I remember there's a lot of
3: people want to be
0: here don't don't make no mistake the first time i remember realizing or seeing that the u.s was a joke to most of the world was during the clinton Lewinsky scandal (laughs) that was the first time i'm like oh wait people laugh at us Mm -hmm. but i don't think that was the first time in history that we've
1: been well i mean it's not we're not the first nation to be a joke either well no no, so uh i mean and yeah other nations have their own petty drama and everything like uh the uk and all their drama with the royal family who cares they don't even have any effect on the government not even the queen has effect on the government
0: (gasps) yeah it's all it's all the parliament it's all the parliament (laughs) So Chip I think I think <laughs> what I'm hearing is you're not actually alone in your isolation. I think that we feel that with you. Well, we, we certainly can't,
1: understand. Yeah, yeah, I we can't 100% empathize with you of course because we are not in the same exact situation as you are but uh, I can also say that it's not just you. I feel like it's just people are just so shell-shocked from the from this global pandemic and everything that has happened along with it that uh, people have just not returned back to normal yet because we're still scared.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure if I'll ever go back to a movie theater again, and that was, used to be one of my absolute favorite things to do that immersive experience just the thought of it freaks me out now just sitting in a fish bowl a petri dish yeah yeah i'm not and and i'm not making any judgment it's a feeling it's just like a feeling inside me it's just an intense discomfort the thought of sitting down in a movie theater i don't think i'll go back i don't know I'd rather have chip over and watch a movie in my living room. All <laughs> right, know. movies. Well, yeah. Movie night. Any night.
1: Well, I mean, there is there is a lot of signs pointing to the possibility of the death of uh of movie theaters oh, it's coming. as an industry altogether. It's hmm.
0: it's been coming and I mean
1: Disney's already capitalizing on it with their premiere uh yeah with their all, all premiere of, releases all
2: kinds of uh, streaming services doing that.
1: are yeah, yeah yeah that too hbo max um they all of their movies are just put on there you don't even have to pay an extra charge for it which That's i think is for Do you really Nolan think
3: they'll completely die out i don't think they'll completely well. die out Oh, well, i'm sure yeah i'm sure he i think there's still enough people that want the experience
0: oh yeah it's a
3: fun experience you know but I mean, the numbers the sim- haven't
0: been showing that for years, though. Yeah, the the it's... numbers have been declining rapidly. Really? Oh, yeah. It uh, definitely they were. Yeah, movie theaters were having trouble staying open long before Corona came
3: around. So that's why, like, some of them just went under because of uh-huh, the, that, they, they, were they, were, they were already on the edge, and it's like, oh. Just shove them off now.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. Uh, lots of movie theaters now have those fancy recliner chairs and everything oh, yeah. that take up the space of two and a oh, half yeah. of the regular chairs. Right, right. Think about it.
3: Well, then, some How of many of the these-
1: regular chairs back in the day were even filled? Do you know? Then, then you just uh, up the ticket, up the prices of the ticket, and do less seating but more comfortable seating. And,
3: and some of them have like dinner things too. There, I they went to this one where they show, they serve you dinner. Oh yeah, uh-huh. oh, oh, I yeah. like those. the
2: popularity of those. Studio Grill p- is that place even open anymore? No, no. is
0: did it not survive? No. So
1: you can that uh, that yeah. place was actually going under in twenty nineteen, mm. but that was because of bad management and bad hiring. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, but there is, um, the lounge, uh, that where they've converted the old Coca-Cola plant over on Mass Ave. Oh, right. The bottle works. Uh, this yeah, way. there's a new movie theater there and mm. that
0: is one of those dinner places. Is it? Yeah. It looks like a nice theater. I didn't know it was a dinner It place.
1: actually, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty nice. I went there on a date once and oh. their food's pretty nice.
3: You yeah. know what I want to see though? I just want to see pictures of home. <laughs> pictures Do you remember the movie? <laughs> Do
2: you remember the movie uh Jeremiah Johnson starring yeah, Robert yeah, Redford? I saw so that. that's kind of the vibe I get with this, you know, that that, you know, him alone in the mountains in right. the snow, right. the very real possibility of starving to death, yeah, the, freezing to death, being well, eaten by a bear, I mean all that
3: stuff. How will they find me? Maybe they don't even know.
2: Right. Yeah. Remember and remember he found one of those mountain men frozen yeah, to death. Yeah, I remember that scene. Wow. So so yeah, so I mean, so I kind of hear that some of that fear or wandering, you know, going on in this song, but the very first part of the song struck me completely differently and I I you know, and maybe it's just because I'm a pastor, but I heard it in a kind of religious direction. The guy's shouting up at the mountain, and only my own words return. You know, there's nobody there. Right. right. Yeah.
3: I kind of wondered about that. Too. It's a
2: deception. When will I ever learn? So I was thinking of somebody railing at the heavens, looking for an answer from God. I'll and say. hearing nothing. That's and what feeling and that's one of the loneliness loneliest feelings.
3: Oh, I know. Yeah, I've been yeah, I understand that one. Completely is to
2: scream out for help when you're at the end of your rope. And well, that there's, can there's nobody there. There's no answer. There's no voice. Right. There's oh, nothing. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. That cold line...
2: chilled alone emptiness
3: unfriendliness. unfriendliness chilling our bodies. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I, that's what I heard, it in, and and the, but then later as you go into it, and of course when you give it the context of they were recording in this remote mountainous area, um, I I can kind of you know see it in another. And interesting too. thing
3: too is it, the first place says and whispering pictures of home, and then it says something about I think uh, or is it taunting with pictures of home? Yeah. And then the last blind one and screaming out pictures He's feeling, of home,
2: feelings homesick.
3: It Keeps going back, and getting louder and louder. You know, yeah. this is this is not going away. It's getting worse. Yeah. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. But Jill's very rich.
2: That was a shining reference. Great thing about art, this is a snapshot of a moment. The good news is, that, you know, well, you, don't, you don't have to stay there.
3: I hope not.
1: I hope yeah, not. I don't think it's a snapshot of a moment. I think it's a time period. Because like just how uh, Paul was pointing it out, uh, it began to gnaw at him. First, it was whispers. Then it was like taunting. So, what I'm thinking is like uh, the little voice in the back of your mind just won't go away, and to the point at the end where he's realized it. Now he's belting it out. He's uh, homesick. You
0: nice know thing. So those feelings are culminating and building over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to go back, just I, like least, how isolation works. Pictures
3: yeah. of home. You want to go back to when you were happy. Back to a happier time. Back to when things made sense. Back to when you could take a deep breath and just realize it's going to be okay, you know. There's it's a pop still-
1: song you would probably like called I Wish that literally is that as a song.
3: <laughs>
2: well, literally during this conversation, I've thought of like three or four different songs I wanted to blurt out. But oh, go ahead. <laughs> I, I tried to filter it. Let's
3: hear it. Let's hear it.
2: Oh, I've, I've Well, one of them was Isolation. You were talking about Isolation earlier. Have you heard Johnny Depp and Jeff Beck cover John Lennon's song, Isolation? No. Nope. It's fantastic. Highly recommend it.
3: What album was that on? John Lennon's I album? I don't know. Oh, okay.
2: And uh, um, then the other one was, you were talking about cold, and of course I just immediately thought, ding,
1: ding, 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 ding,
2: ding. you're as cold as ice. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're willing to sacrifice all Foreigner.
3: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, that's
1: definitely a different First album vibe course. and different message in the song. Oh, yeah, it no, had yeah, absolutely no, no, nothing to do there. It was just the jukebox in
0: my mind that, being triggered. In the fall, I love it. I've heard that Florida, song too. so much more and for so many more decades, but when I heard Cold, I thought of Demi Lovato's song, which is, I don't know, maybe five years old. Oh, <laughs> no, it's I've more heard recent. Maybe three or four times. It's it's recent, in not funny how the mind tricks
3: into for everybody's a little different where it goes. Yeah. It's neat.
0: Well, all that right.
3: Pictures from of home.
0: So, got any? Got any other? Uh, any nuggets that's to share about, about all that I, one? I,
2: I do have one more comment. Yes, please. My favorite Deep Purple song is Space Trucking. Oh yeah, same out. Mm. Space what? Space Trucking. Oh okay.
1: Yeah, space yeah, truckin'. yeah. Space Trucking. Once again, truckin'. it's not him. Yeah, it's you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Space Trucking. <laughs> Well, I think that actually segues kind of well into uh, my song. It my does. Selection. So
0: have at it. Yeah, it's strange.
1: I picked Hollow by uh Orden Ogan. Uh, and so just a little trivia to give you a backstory on the band. Is Orden Ogan anything like like related to ordinary? No. They're nothing ordinary. Uh every single one of their albums is themed and they're kind of like a melodic metal band. And their latest uh album released here in twenty twenty one, just a couple months ago, um was called Final Days, and the theme of the album was like the fall of society due to AI taking over all the cool. Skynet Terminator style. Um so it's got a lot of good, uh, good, like, end of days style songs on them, but all of them really have, like, an underlying theme or, like, a hidden message. Mm. But this song is pretty more straightforward. Um, and it's the chorus is Hollow Minds, Hollow Souls in This Hollow Land. Beware of the path of the men that they follow. Uh, and it's talking about, uh, it's talking about the higher ups in society and, uh, you know, news outlets and, uh, and, uh, influencers on the internet and everything are all just condoning what's not right or they're just spoon feeding you the BS. Uh, cause lyrics to this song involve, like, uh, uh, big faces on the big screen are controlled by the unknown. They're taught to condone. Or, like, uh, the first verse is they'll find a reason to... Uh, they'll find a reason... I forget it. You gotta
0: look it up. <laughs> but, a reason for the season? No. no. But...
1: Uh, Wines is like they... Will label dissent as treason and uh, flat out brand you with ill fame. Uh, and I think it's just talking about how uh, governments and superpowers in the world are just keeping down the you know eighty percent of society. Uh, and if if there was any good example. For that, I think it would definitely be the uh, Black Lives Matters riots would have been a great example mm. of that uh, from last year, where it's just uh, another man gets uh, killed by uh, police, seemingly based on the uh, color of his skin, and the higher-ups, the president, the Senate, you know, nobody's doing anything about it and uh honestly uh one could say that uh trump uh straight up defended uh white supremacy but he never you know approved or or devouted it so i think it just goes well with the feelings of isolation because uh, uh just how the band members of Orden Ogan feel it so many other people feel it like there is a malicious intent of uh of the rich and powerful to uh segregate out and single out all the uh little people so that we can't unite together and realize okay things could be going way better for literally everybody involved but you want to keep it all for yourself so let's do something about it (sighs) now yeah you could be saying i got my tinfoil hat on but uh Hmm. (laughs)
2: no i don't know the the invisible power behind mass media you know who is it who's pulling the strings who's funding it who's deciding what the narrative is going to be i mean it is extremely manicured and controlled and uh and the thing of it is, is we don't know who that person is, or those people are, really. We really don't. I mean, even Washington and the, pol- and the politicians are in the pocket of some unseen force, which is alluded to in the lyrics. Um, I love the, there's another song by The Who called The Punk and the Godfather, uh-huh. and they kind of talk about, they say, you know, uh, you only see what we show you. Right. Breathe the air, we have blown you. <laughs> <laughs> we're the slaves of the phony leaders. Breathe the air we have blown you. <laughs> but I mean, you know, but it's the same kind of idea. This this idea that things are being controlled.
0: You know, being things things are shaped controlled. by somebody it's else's just, agenda. We don't always see it. You know, we don't. We're not always aware of it. But you can see signs of things like, ever since, you know, there's been a huge call for equality the last few years right one of the little ways that i've seen that change things in society in mainstream society is now i get asked on applications or when i'm picking a poll a confidential poll Poll. at work where you're not supposed to be able to be identified yep that's crap anyway things like that are now asking me to identify my sexual identity while asking whoever's taking it but me i've always had a problem checking white male you know no i'm not a veteran i hate answering those questions always have because i've never understood why does it matter it doesn't so you can be cataloged and categorized exactly and now it's like you care for what you wish for right you want equality, so okay, now we have to count you to make sure that we're we're treating you with kid gloves, I guess. Because, you know, if we don't know you exist and what how many of you are there, then we don't know how to you know keep track of you. So mm-hmm. now now gays have to self identify Yeah. You know. Any anyway, I, I mean this is stupid. And We're it's all not just really, human beings. And it's not even a big point, but it's just one of those little ways where you can see that things are changing behind the scenes in mm. ways you don't really expect or, or see coming, you know? It's just... That's uh, such a tiny little example, but...
1: Well, you want to hear a fun fact? Mm-hmm, yes. Uh, the terms Hispanic and Latino yeah. are American-made. Go to any spanish-speaking country mm-hmm. south american or central american country or t- go to spain portugal morocco okay nobody <laughs> nobody there is going to refer to themselves as latino latina uh or hispanic they're going to refer to themselves as the country they're from yeah,
2: Guatemalan yeah. Or, or yeah brazilian yeah i i don't so yeah. they
1: made they literally made that uh distinction for anybody that is of browner Mm -hmm. skin to separate them out just like whites and blacks yeah yeah
0: it's disgusting Mm -hmm. it really is because there's just no point well the point to that is
1: what like i'm saying they are dissecting us segregating us and like you know there is
0: we're kind of doing that to ourselves too though you know well i mean but it's yeah because
2: we're four guy wise sitting in a basement talking about music (laughs) but i mean it's been (laughs) ingrained in our society a lot
0: i mean that's our podcast we should call it mansplaining
1: i mean because it's pretty much what we're doing (laughs) (laughs) we're sitting around mansplaining
0: for hours every other week Mansplaining (laughs) too but i don't believe
1: in mansplaining there's aggravate. there's aggravated superior sp- explanation I don't but there's know.
0: not Kevin mansplaining. Mansplains things to but me. you it you makes can't pretty irate. you can't
3: help it i mean i I thought about that because it's like every time I talk it's like well now i'm i'm whitesplaining or right now. but I mean we all have our own perspective, so in a way yeah. while you are mansplaining, you're just you know she's woman splaining. well so.
0: To me, it's the intent behind it. You well, know? that's true. Yeah. I mean, there are blowhards that just feel like they have all the knowledge, and you need to know what they know, and so they're going <laughs> to explain it to you. you
3: need, yeah, you need to that's know them. mansplaining. You know,
0: nobody <laughs> asked you that they know they
3: know better how you're how you're feeling <laughs> yeah, than, than you but, do.
0: But exactly. to categorize <laughs> let me tell you what you're really feeling. What No, wait, wait, I mean women do that too though. But, exactly. I mean, so just to call ca- them a bitch. So, We're so mansplaining. So to categorize
1: <laughs> so to categorize it by giving it a gender identity and yeah. damning the whole male gender because yeah. of
0: it. Yeah.
1: Is a ridiculous
0: notion. Uh, I see that point too. Uh, so that's a, that's yeah, one of the it, many yeah.
1: things I hate coming up in our uh Are these the hollow men and the hollow souls that people follow? Oh, yeah. Uh, It's not, because it's not just the higher-ups. It's the people that are bought into it. Uh, It's the people that... The
2: empire that gets reborn by teaching the same twisted ideology to children.
1: Yes, and that's literally a lyric, Mm -hmm. is, uh, is the empire will be uh will be reborn yep and uh then there's a sense of uh dread and uh like everything's lost cuz uh the good lyric in the breakdown is but we can't stem the tide and turn back time we resort to violence and act uh and act self defense and we fight but along the way we'll break the back and be left among the
0: dead you'll turn also hollow <laughs>
1: Hello,
4: my
0: See, I hear that, and I, I look at history that we're currently repeating that we should have learned before. Oh, uh, do you
1: think we we as human beings really learn? <laughs>
0: yeah, no, evidently we don't. No, nope. yes, and no. History, we're still make history books are full of mistakes that we keep making. So. With yeah. every
3: mistake, you must surely be learning. You, <laughs> that's the goal.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's the goal
0: only
2: only 26 years old when he wrote those lyrics that still blows my mind pretty neat in it george harrison yeah. the beatles While wow, my guitar gently weeps
0: i i look at what we thought was progress over the last few decades since like the 50s you know with segregation and um you know that was ended and there's been such a focus on anti-racism right that there's been such a focus that we quieted it down. We stamped it down. But you can't police thought. Oh, yeah, of You course. can't dictate what people think. Not yet. All you can do <laughs> is make them uncomfortable saying it out loud in public. And that's what we did. I and don't know.
2: There's, there's been quite a bit of social engineering going on for the last 34 years. Oh, don't even and, get me started. Yeah, and so there's been <laughs> thought management (laughs) (laughs) shaping cultural ideas
0: and opinion has been going on you know right with the press
2: for decades that's
0: all very topical It, it doesn't get down to the root because i think it has proud boys i mean there there are hundreds of thousands of people in this country who clearly their minds have not changed, but, but they're, they're just as racist. But, it, but it, they're they uh, are a significant
2: number.
3: I think they're trying to they're hold on. In,
2: they're in like micro cultures yeah. where you know it's constantly talked and reinforced. Right.
3: It's it, and it's kind of like that's and it, and it's I think it's a reason why it's a big part of the previous administration, presidential administration, is this thing. Don't you want to go back to the way it was? Aren't you afraid that you're going to lose all these ways that you've had? you know
0: no i don't want to go back to the no what? but i'm saying this is that's the message I that's the message that he's kind of
3: see what i'm saying <laughs> yeah that's the message he's
0: right but what i'm and saying it's really is,
3: done well for him he's doing great that with that you message
0: can't police what people think you can't tell Not people <laughs> you have to feel this way because we as a collective say you need to yeah, yeah. you can't legislate morality yeah exactly So, you know, we thought we we had come to a very enlightened (laughs) state in this country where, you know, racism was all but stamped out and everyone is treated fairly now. And but then (laughs) I don't even want to bring it up again. I don't want to say his name. I don't want to talk about the last four years, but we all know what's happened. And there's been an explosion of people that clearly never got the message and now is we're, we're trying to do the same thing with gender fluidity and with you know people that that are queer in some way you know have some kind of other type of sexuality we're trying to make it okay we're trying to cram down people's throats this is okay accept 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 okay maybe that is the thing to do but but we, we we have to realize that we can't make anyone feel anything that they don't want to feel all we can do is put it out there say this is the thing now and then gird your loins there we go. I love that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that Nobody line. Nobody talks like that anymore. <laughs> no, that's awesome. It that was a Loins biblical reference. <laughs> yeah, <it> sure was. <laughs> so Please talk biblical reference. Good Gurgle Loins, like, Loins like a man right, right, <laughs> that right? That That's awesome. So I always I, love that line.
0: I, well, in, in my experience of of the people I've talked talked to that have lived the black experience, they've known that all along. They knew everything was a game they knew what you know they weren't laboring under any suspicions that racism was dead they felt it every single day yeah no it, it never
1: know. it never went away it was just uh swept under the rug exactly in these past four years it was just somebody pulled out the rug
3: yeah yeah, and and, and basically told people it's alright now come on out and stand in the light again
4: mm-hmm. because it will, it will freedom of happens.
3: speech so, I, I just,
0: I mean, I don't know. I don't probably have the best questions, and I definitely don't have any answers, but I just, I see us in a place that appears we've been before on another topic. I don't think we handled it, that one well, and I don't think we're handling this one well, and I don't know what's next, but I thought that we're probably not going to handle Well, it you know, as long as we're on the
2: political <laughs> conversation, I mean, I just think the two parties the Democrats and Republicans are so extreme. Yeah,
0: that's but the problem in, right now. On oh, the yeah. left and in the right, you, that, you, that
2: yeah. somebody who's a moderate, like myself, uh, I'm just scratching my head. And, yeah. of course, you know, and I'm more libertarian in spirit anyway, so I've, I've been curious about libertarian politics, but they're never going to win, right? Because there's right. not enough people who think freely enough to break away from the two-party system right and see well you know, see they're it, screwed see it what it is see and it, even in see the, it for what it is anybody, anybody that breaks away has no
3: power you can't you'll never get elected yeah right exactly that's the problem but
2: i always i say it with a in tongue-in-cheek but you know when uh trump was in presidency i said don't blame me i voted for the mountain cloud
0: climbing pot smoker <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean see even in even in uh uh in that political system there's there's zealots that take it too far you know even libertarianism but i used to say before republicans got a real bad rap i'd say somewhere around the tea party era that people would be surprised at how republican leaning my politics are right um but now if you're not so I, far I the right even, then you're not yeah even. i would never <laughs> i would never say that now yeah you i know, mean that, because yeah. it used to just Unless mean conservative way over there <laughs> you know then i don't you're know what a rhino now.
3: is what you are you're a rhino right <laughs> yeah
0: yeah basically
3: like, you know, so like i said like moderates you know we just basically you don't have a, have a t- seat at the table anymore because Mm-mm. and usually the thing that's and the thing too is most of the times the right answer is somewhere towards the middle
0: yeah
1: well
3: that that's democracy but yeah, we're, we're not, not in
1: a democracy I'm to think that getting way worse. worse.
3: and it's just like i'm getting tired <laughs> that makes me so frustrated mm-hmm. oh
1: yeah of course I, I i honestly hate talking about politics but like i'll talk about it all day with somebody it's just i'll be pissed the whole time <laughs> the oh yeah
3: let's let's go and the guy that has the most sane, the whole, most sane way of looking at things you know and
2: really <laughs> it doesn't matter where you stand in the political spectrum going back to the lyrics of this song mm-hmm. you can be a hardline conservative like a proud boy or something like that and hear this song and go yeah exactly yeah mm-hmm. that's probably true because the new morality of the left is the hollow men that we're talking about Yeah, but that's their agenda and in being, uh, you know, slided or shoved out or cancel culture, those sorts of things that have have happened in the with the left. Right. But if you're on the left, you could hear the same, you know, identify this as being for you as well. You know, under, let's say, Bush tactics. Right. You know, the the uh, Patriot Act and all that went on, you know, under the under George W. Bush, you know, so I mean. It doesn't really matter. It's it's open enough to interpretation that wherever you are in the political spectrum it would speak for you. Mm.
0: Well that's the thing about any music is it's open for interpretation and I think I think it would be funny to take a poll of some songs and see how different the interpretations are between people vastly different. That's the great thing
2: about art. It says more about the listener or the viewer than it does the
0: person who made it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many times do we, you know, look at lyrics and think or or, and learn through these discussions that the inspiration for the song was just never anything any of us had ever thought about, you know, and we've already put our own stamp on that song. This is what it means to my life and my psyche. And then you're like, oh, uh, you wrote that because they had a bad bowel movement once <laughs> <laughs> you know there's so, a song okay well my interpretation there's a blue song very about different.
3: that
1: <laughs> well uh Ortenagen is a german band uh-huh. so i would say that their intent behind this song is definitely more of a moderate conservative mm. uh view because mm-hmm. that's uh how germany is right now yeah uh so uh, so, is
2: it anti-moderate
1: conservative or anti-leftist? It's not anti partial It's anti. It's anti-class. Uh, it's anti-class. Mm. The big—that's w- always
0: been the great thing about rock and roll music.
1: Yeah, it's the big wigs holding down everybody else. The one percenters. Yeah. Ah. And you know. Uh, once again, putting the tinfoil hat back on. That's my argument. Is the whole bipartisan, bipartisan, two party system? Shut up. Two party system here in America, and uh, just everything how it's all set up is just to keep the rich rich and keep the middle class and poor down. And how do they do that? How do they keep that by using the media? and uh, forming society with this hate segregating us it's ingrained in our society because of polls and tests and everything that ask for your gender and your sexuality now oh. and your uh, and your race uh you know it's uh, they have to segregate us because it keeps us from all realizing hey We're all in the same class, and we're just being held down by people sitting on stacks of cash, not doing anything with it.
0: Do you want to talk about a tinfoil hat thought? What? These segregations that are being forced upon us, Mm -hmm. like, you're in this piece of pie, you're over here in that piece of pie, it feels to me, maybe in just my most paranoid thoughts, that we're kind of working toward a hunger games kind of experience oh yeah definitely that's scary where you know definitely squid games it's this this group against this group again and you know send one of your best and we'll fight that's scary it it,
4: it, yeah
2: or the well you know at some level the the uh what was it in rome the Colosseum, oh, yeah, Colosseum of yeah. Rome. Entertain you know. us, throw out mm-hmm. some Christians. The bloodthirst me... of the mob,
1: right? Yeah, I mean, the that's bloodthirst ri- of the mob. That's that
0: riots. A, yeah, that's riots. That's a right, a big there. part of Halloween kills. Have you seen it yet?
1: No, the um, I have. I enjoyed it.
0: I yeah, I've got thoughts about it, but overall enjoyed it. But yeah, the effects of mob violence are huge. Part yeah, of
1: mob problem. thought is. I mean, and then and that's exactly uh how campaigns for our government are done that's why Mm -hmm. that's why they have rallies you know that's why it always has to be outside or in a very small contained area Everybody shoulder to shoulder because it's mob thought yeah and all you need is some empowering words and a good charisma and you're gonna start a riot you know you want a great example of that hitler mm-hmm. so how do you guys feel
2: about uh the infrastructure bill being passed i think it was good by the white house
5: i, I think I mean, it's, it's a, a, a massive right a
2: massive debt hanging
0: over our well heads, that's true too know, right well we literally I, been printing our own money forever yeah so
1: yep. i uh have literally cut myself off from uh basically reality other than uh other than my inner circle of life, so what is the infrastructure? Well, I build? think
2: the Biden administration are you know they're calling it a win, yeah. um, and as far as he's concerned, this is fundamentally pro- the most important thing in his administration to date, if not. But what it may be the most. What's it do? Though. Well, I mean, it does. It a puts lot. a lot of people back to work. It invests in this nation's infrastructure. I mean, right, that's that's the kind of big of deal.
4: Infrastructure. Like
2: yeah, bridges. Remember, like, remember people killed on the bridge in Minneapolis that collapsed?
4: No. Oh. Okay. Well, like I said, that's
2: happened more than once. I've because li- yeah. the bridges have been neglected. How about the uh, the skyscraper, the uh, apartment buildings in Florida this past mm, year?
1: Of course, mm-hmm. that's. That was Once, different one. Well, I again, realized. I have literally stopped caring. It's not, I don't know. It's just, Did
3: they ever find out? That, I know. I they, haven't heard. Yeah, I was thinking about that today. It's yeah. like, I
2: don't think they the investigation is done.
0: Who's to blame?
2: But the
3: infrastructure
0: bill. I mean, it's it's per, includes a lot of things. I, I would be hard pressed.
3: Things to that we need. Information technology.
0: It's, it's literally at least the Biden administration idea of what the country needs right now to survive
3: mm-hmm. okay well kind of invest in the future shore up things right. we haven't taken care of for a long time exactly i think it's probably a good thing uh, that the cost is the thing we don't ever really worry about the cost anymore but but that's not just a democrat thing that's the thing that's they always want to hang that on there but whenever someone wants to build a wall all of a sudden the pocketbooks open up and, oh i have millions and millions for so it's like come on you guys are the same you just you know on one of, hand let's take yes. money from the military now just think if 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 obama had said well we'll take some money from military to fund something i want to do they'd have gone crazy
0: well see and they but did. trump says they it's okay crazy because you know and it's like oh that's a great idea oh yeah sure pulling out of afghanistan so they are going crazy about that and that is a whole other debatable issue yeah. however if you're just talking about money not being in Afghanistan anymore and spending trillions sure. in that arena, you know, is going appropri- to is going to loosen up some funds for the sure, infrastructure sure. bill.
1: Ah, but it'll make our gas prices higher. <laughs> no, 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 I know,
3: I know, you're kidding.
0: Just walk and ride bikes.
1: Oh, I'm not. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm not kidding. I'm of once again putting on the tinfoil hat. <laughs> the entirety of the uh, Middle Eastern Wars was all for uh, making sure that we secured our 34% cut of uh, our petroleum and oil that t- comes from the Middle East. The spice must flow. <laughs> <laughs> the spice must flow.
2: That was a Dune quote, by the way, ladies oh, and Oh, yeah.
4: Gentlemen.
2: Which spice in the Dune mythology... Was essential to space travel. Space travel, right.
1: but it also just happened to be a drug as well. Yes, so how that
3: works? <laughs> Science so was fiction was man. Spice Girls any kind of a major force in that movie? I mean, technically, I mean, not movie, at all. High up, no, no. Man, no. see, they should have made Lucas, it put in there.
2: But Lucas got his idea for spice in the uh, Star Wars j- uh, galaxy
0: uh, from Dune. You uh, know what? I'm sitting here with a. S- the star wars nerd and we're talking about dune so i'm gonna tell you guys a little secret that i have discovered about the movie phantasm i think okay it's no discovery as much as it is an opinion but if you watch that movie i think it ties together i think it's crosses over and ties together dune and star wars
2: okay you're gonna have to unpack
0: that one for me hey what is the last line
2: he says before the kid gets yanked through the mirror? Like, uh, You're coming with me, boy? Or
0: I he usually just says, "Boy." <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I got to see Ang- Angus Angus Scrim in person not long before he died. Cool. At a horror convention. Cool. And it was one of those moments that I it was just one of the top moment of it's a type of surreal life moment. moment. Yeah, I saw he, that in the He's he sat there he sat there set because he was like 187 years old and he's super tall. And he's super tall and he just recited Annabel Lee. Wow, just fell off his tongue like water and it was the most beautiful thing. Oh, it was it was amazing. Wow. It was absolutely amazing. That voice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I saw that movie in a drive-in movie theater yeah, when, I
3: did when too. it first came out. That one in the watch fog. It scared,
0: it scared me to death. Watch again. <laughs> that think, one in I'm the fog. We're like, back to back. The Spice and Dune and, I don't know, those little creatures with hoods that aren't Ewoks. Jawas. Jawas, yeah. Think of Jawas and Spice and then rewatch that movie again and we'll talk about it. Okay. Another. For now, we're going to segue. Homework two yes my song which is what's coming to me by dorothy which by the
2: way another good choice i the, like the good rock music, and roll ma'am. rock and roll attitude of that song is is
0: fresh i like it it's great i, mean, I love
1: it hear one. it in her voice that that guttural, like, almost southern fried. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, oh. deep throat singing. Very
0: good. Oh, her <laughs> voice is amazing. Yeah. I think probably the first song I heard of hers was um, Raise Hell. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: I don't even know this uh, artist. I'd never heard of her before. Oh, you're gonna, uh, oh Before you're gonna you brought this song in. She's but, great. And I'm not real super happy with the production because it's, it's got too much of today's production values in it kind of suck the guitars are like really way down in the mix and you know and I much rather have the guitars way up in the mix but (laughs)
0: lyrically (laughs) and her performance
2: rock and roll baby
0: if only the Rolling Stones had done it (laughs) That is, well, the who, really. <laughs> <I> can <laughs> <some explain>. <laughs> Alice Cooper do a great job. Well, maybe they can uh, get with the, the Rolling Stones on, on stage and, yeah. and do it. But anyway, uh, She Rocks. I'll move out of the way. She Rocks. She's great. Hurry, get out of the way. And uh, to me, this was, this was a lawn. little different for her. Um, what, At least for videos, I'd seen... Like you know, pretty straight up rock punk, you know, kind of visuals. This this video is is very stylized, and um, I to me it was, I mean, she's like in these grand gothic costumes and stuff. It's
1: um, you should put a link for the YouTube. Yeah,
0: I should because in the description it's, for this episode. I don't know that it really informs the song, but. It's an interesting video with some cool visuals, but um, I mean, this is a, to me, this is a great breakup song. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, <laughs> this is a chick that has had her fill of the dude's shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she doesn't care what the repercussions are. She's gonna burn the house down on the on the way out.
1: May the May the bridges I burn light my
0: way. Exactly. <laughs> and sometimes you you get to that, whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship, or whatever the case may be. So, I
1: mean, technically, you could
0: say a job is a relationship, right? Well, yeah, yeah, you can. If you're lucky, you've got 30 or 40 years together. Uh, but I, I love the imagery that she that she draws. I mean i love a good breakup song you know even give me that carrie underwood song where she's like slashing tires and stuff even though it's kind of country still like it because it's a pissed off chick you know i love pissed off chicks <laughs> <Okay>. um <laughs> they make really good music
1: <laughs> i'm usually really scared of pissed off chicks
0: <laughs> i think that's why i like them
1: no, I have no fury that sounds like something you need to talk to a therapist about
4: No,
0: i just i have a great respect for women i really do yeah i
2: absolutely love the way she takes a christian uh ideology it's a it's a whole campaign for um, sexual purity before marriage that is taught to teens yeah, there's a whole program by this name, "True Love Waits." Mm-hmm. She takes that "True Love Waits" and spins it, "True Love Waits" to rob you blind.
3: Yeah, I, <laughs> I just talk. I bust out laughing Man, when she. I heard <laughs> yeah, I heard you that's a rough <laughs> yeah. one
5: yeah.
0: Very,
5: Very clever. She's got some great, of course. You know, her me.
2: anger is she's expressing her anger mm-hmm. over the breakup.
0: You know. Well, I think because the again the the video is full of religious iconography, I mean, full of it, and. I don't know. I I want to kind of like study this and see if I can find any background, like on a making of or something. Because the does the, she have a religious background? I, well, I don't know. I I didn't really do any any homework on her, and I I'm sorry about that because I, I really should have. But um, the guy that's in the video it is kind of like um, what was that Madonna horror complex? <laughs> you know, save savior and. <laughs> and depravity you know the same side of or two sides of the same coin um because he's he's uh exercise he's exercising her but oh you know he's also like hot and shirtless and so i don't know it's just kind of like this maybe she's saying that A relationship is often seen as a savior for someone, you know, if I can just get into a relationship, if I can just have that one person, and then when that goes to shit, you know, you gotta burn the house down. Well,
1: yeah, there is the big argument that it's not just having somebody, you also have to be able to live with yourself. Yeah, right. But then there's, but then there's my argument that I literally just feel like I'm a better person, and I feel better when I'm in a relationship. So that's just it. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying wanting to be in a relationship is bad, but um, it's it's such a it's such a common um, what do you what do you desire for? What are you reaching for? Goal. Goal. wrong, hmm, run. I think yeah. It's such a common rung to to try to grab, you know, being in a relationship. But the reality of relationships can be ugly. Yeah,
1: it's not it's not perfect. It's a give yeah, and take. it's it's not what you. Oftentimes, it ends up being. And I think more that take we know the, that, but yeah. it's
0: you know the the bucolic idea of being in in love and being in a relationship is so intoxicating. Oh yeah, you know absolutely. It, it's like selective memory. Like, oh, uh, I know there's gonna be some shit because no relationship is perfect, but Well, sometimes it's like the
1: the the you love to hate him, you hate to love him sort of yeah, relationship. Yeah, there is that yeah. yeah, there
0: is that too. And I think there's a little bit in that, um in this song about it. But i you know, besides it being a besides it that was very Midwestern. Beside it being A breakup song um i think it's just kind of generally an approach to life um i i i'm gonna go out and get mine Mm -hmm. kind of but what i think what i relate to in this is being okay with who you are to the point that You'll take whatever repercussions come because you're that comfortable with who you are and the decisions that you make. Um let me see if I can. Uh do do Well yeah, I mean just the, the hook. A storm's brewing, babe. I ain't got not um I ain't got time to sit and pray. Because this life don't come free. I got what's mine coming to me. You gotta get up and move, gotta act. Well, also when I hear her saying I got what's mine coming to me, you break just take that line out. And I've got what's coming to me. Usually that means like something bad. I have committed a crime so I'm going to do the time. I've got what's mm-hmm. coming to me. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you get, get what's f- coming to you. You, you get yeah. what you sow. Mm-hmm. And I really really believe that and I don't want to get into my religious beliefs cuz I just don't like to very much but that is something that i very very much subscribe to is you pretty much get back what you put out and yeah you
1: go into a room uh with like four other people and you're pissed off yeah it's been proven exactly but if you
0: pull yeah situationally but if you pull back and look look at your life as a whole all the decisions you make, who you are as a person on a daily basis, your interactions with people, your attitude with people. Um, you know, for me in particular, I know those things aren't always 100%.
1: Definitely not. Because <laughs> I, I act nice to everybody on the east side, and I still, like, maybe three t- three out of five times get a fuck you in right. response.
0: <laughs> but for, like, for me, I know that you know, sometimes I, a lot of times I don't respond to people the way they expect me to. And that can create some tension. <laughs> and, you know, I don't, I don't think of things the way people seem to think of them. And that creates tension. And what all that brings to me is that I'm me. I like me. There are reasons that I am me. i know what those are i've made peace with it take me or leave me um and i think that's what she's saying i've got what's mine coming to me and i'm okay with that whatever it is i'm good with it because i'm good with who i am and i think also that's where you need to be to end a, a toxic relationship you have to get to that point where you're so okay with yourself and who you are, that, that you can say, no, I, I'm walking away from this.
3: Well, sometimes away from though, it. I mean, even if you're not, if you realize this relationship's not going to work out, and you're wasting each other's time. Even if that person doesn't want to leave, but you know it's not going to work out. I mean, I don't, I don't want to be by myself, and I'm not happy with myself. I don't like me at all. But I've, so I've got to say goodbye because I can't, I can't start a different, a different thing unless I cut that one off. Right. And, and it's not fair in the end. It's not even fair to her because, you know, just holding on and saying, i want to make this, I'm gonna, I don't want to hurt your feelings. That's robbing her time. Even if she says stuff like, well, I'll always love you. I'll never going to let you go. Or I'll kill myself if you say goodbye or whatever. You know, you, it's still, it's just, this is not going to work. You know? Right.
0: And. I mean, pardon the misogyny of the phrase, but at some point somebody's got to grow a pair in that yeah. situation, right? And say, you know, we're both going to thank me for this later down the line, but this is over. Yeah, um, it's it's hard to
3: do that. Yeah, and hell, it's real hard, especially I when mean, you you, need you don't want to some, hurt somebody. you know how it feels. You, you know how it feels to be rejected. Yeah, and, and so, you, so you don't want you do, that do not want to do that. I mean. You but know, if just it's because not working, you want to break up with somebody doesn't mean you don't like them either. It's just right. you realize this is not going to work. It's just not going to work, and I can't, I can't do any more to make it work. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to try something, some things on your own too,
0: right? That out past this expiration date, and so it's not great.
3: You just got to do it, even if you know lots of people are going to be mad at you or think you're a terrible person. Yeah.
2: So I hear empowerment, personal empowerment. You know, she's mm-hmm. she's taking that and she's taking charge of her life and her direction as she comes out of this broken relationship that Mm -hmm. she's hurt over, she's angry over Uh, but this phrase that I just keep coming back to, I don't understand, it says I've braved this hurricane now I'm assuming she means the relationship that broke Mm Mm-hmm. And then she says, and I got mine. And of course, quite often she's saying, I'm going to get what's coming to me, right? I've got what's mine coming to me. And then she says, I got mine. So is she talking about the same thing when she says that? But in context, it sounds like I've got my own hurricane blowing right back at me. So I'm not quite sure what she's trying to communicate there. How do you read it? I've braved this hurricane, and I've got mine
0: blowing right back at me. Uh, To me, that's an acceptance of the repercussions of ending it. You know, because it's not pretty for either anybody. Sure, you know, even if you're the one that decided to cut it off for the betterment of your both of you, doesn't mean you're not going to have pain and have repercussions from making that decision it's still going to hurt and you're still going to grieve and have a process um, my
1: cousin yeah uh i think
0: the music video actually helps with that context
1: there because you're saying that in the music video the the boyfriend uh idol is like exercising her mm-hmm. so when I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking of, like interpreting as uh uh-huh. in the relationship, he's trying to change her. Uh-huh. Or she's got bad habits that she knows she has, and like he's like guilting her over it, and uh-huh. everything like that. And so when they realize they need to end this relationship, you know, uh she's saying, you know, these last few months of our of our relationship has been a hurricane. I've braved it. I've tried this with you, but I can't do it anymore. And uh, That so, part I get. So she's leaving with her demons still. She has not been exercised, as, as mm. per the music video. So she has her own flaws and everything. And uh, so maybe, like... It's their final fight for the breakup, mm-hmm. and you know they start throwing the accusations at each other. He has just as many accusations for her as she has for
0: him, so she got hers as an accusation she yeah, took, she took the yeah what was coming at her from also though I, I that makes a lot of sense, but when you were getting there, I also thought that I've been through relationships that. I don't know. In retrospect, in retrospect maybe it was 60% toxic, <laughs> you know, maybe 10-15% neutral. <laughs> and uh but there's there's some good. You learn sure. things. Yeah, you yeah. You learn things even through a bad relationship. Yeah. That you can use to make yourself a better person or stronger. You know, maybe just realizing what this relationship is and that it needs to be over is what she needed to learn. For her overall life path, you know, to move on, to you know, through you every... gotta kiss a couple toads before you catch your prince. Yeah, through every mistake, we must surely
1: be learning. Tie it back in.
3: <laughs> I <know>. love <laughs> well, there that's sleeping.
1: Speaking of that, something I thought earlier, because uh, Scott brought up a drive in theater. Uh, sorry, going completely off basis. But, <laughs> a
0: tangent? <gasps> the horror.
1: Never no, a, that ne- never happens never. in this podcast. <laughs> not a tangent this time, for tangent me, police. surprisingly. <laughs> I was just saying um, we mentioned earlier that movie theaters are in decline, but then Paul said, I mean, there's still always people that want to go to the movie theaters and i was like you know what a great example of that is drive-in theaters
0: mm, like mm-hmm.
1: you know that's such a novelty and uh there's we not have
0: what two in the city now i don't I've... Tibbs and no, i think I... That there might be another one but I no know. i think tibbs is the last one in is the it? state
1: okay i think after 2020 like there was the
3: more... drive-in
2: up in lebanon isn't open anymore
1: i'm not sure there's a big Center one Brook.
2: on the south south side too, uh, around Mooresville. Yeah, Centerbrook. You Center talking about? 30, right. yeah, yeah. I mean, those aren't in town.
1: I could be. I could no, be completely not. in a town. They are in. A, <laughs> but they're I in could the be state. completely <laughs> wrong. Right. But that's right. I was hearing talk uh, for a little while towards the beginning of 2021 that Tibbs was the last drive-in theater. I mean, it could be you know those places shut down because of 2020, but now that. If things are more under control, they've opened back up again, mm-hmm. uh, whatnot. But still, the, the notion was is that drive-in theaters are still around because people still like that novelty to go and watch a movie in their car mm-hmm. instead of going to watch a movie in the theater or the watching theater. a movie
0: at home. I had, at Centerbrook Drive-In, I remember having a very, very good hetero date way a long time ago
1: you know what i do for uh drive take the futon mattress and i put down the seats in my back and put in the futon mattress a bunch of pillows oh man i had a mazda navajo back up into the uh yes to the spot yeah. mazda
0: navajo which was a ford escape exact same car yeah i parked back and, and that sound system mm-hmm. was so good especially from the back yeah uh, oh my god it sounded so good
1: yeah you got <laughs> you got the back speakers and the front speakers yeah. and if you're laying with your your heads uh towards the front it's of like the car surround. you got surround yeah. sound yeah it's yeah great. i've yeah. wooed i've wooed a couple dates that
0: way oh, there <laughs> we go <laughs> all right well my timer has gone off as well so, I think, guys, that was that's a wrap. It is. All right. It was
1: pretty good how we uh how Random grab back songs. We were able to tie in I know, three of they, them.
0: Yeah, they they did and kinda, tied
1: three together. Had the weird Star Wars guy. One, one was an outlier. Was one was an outlier because it got this weirdo it. over here.
3: Oh, right, he's life, man. That's it's cool. life. Day. I like it.
1: That's what we need. Well, we talked about life on on Life Day. We yeah. can yeah, there we true. we we're tied good. them together. They we talked about cool. the music in us. Uh, and it was cathartic it was cathartic It was, it was cathartic. Erotic,
0: yeah. thanks for hanging us was it erotic thanks for hanging, hanging yes. us Yes. thanks for hanging <laughs> in uh, with uh, us we do not thank you for hanging us
3: because yes, we're daddy
0: dead. and oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> nasty <laughs> threw up in my mouth a little <laughs> just threw up <laughs> in my a mouth good a couple little couple weeks until next time <laughs> <laughs> bye. bye bye goodbye thank you for listening to the music in us. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Also, we would love to hear from you. Please reach out to us when you can, any way that you can. Email us at themusicinuspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at themusicinuspod, Facebook at themusicinuspodcast, or on our website, themusicinus.com. We'll see you next week with another great gabfest about the universal language of music.